Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to I'm Listening, the Frasier podcast, the the one that is not by Kevin Smith. This one is hosted by me, Anita Flores. I consider myself to be a very big Frasier fan, um, so much so that right now, I'd say I'm role-playing right now. I have a, my producer with me, who I'm calling Roz. Roz, say hello. Hello. Yeah, sounds just like Roz. And you can't see him, but there's a dog here who I'm going to refer to as Eddie, though it's actually my roommate's dog. I have a special guest today. She is a longtime friend of mine. I'd say we've been friends for like eight years, if that's pretty crazy. But please welcome Sarah Williams to the podcast. How are you, Sarah? Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm quite good. Is this your first podcast? Yes, you know what? It is my very first appearance on a podcast. Congratulations. Thank you. Did you think it was going to be here in this hot room? No um, I was hoping for something more glamorous, but I guess this will do. One day. Something more Frasier-esque. In my wildest dreams, I will mention this. I've decided I'm going to mention this in every podcast. Until I get a sponsor, and I think a great sponsor would be Checkers or Dunkin' Donuts because I live the street. I live across the street from Checkers and Dunkin' Donuts, mm-hmm. and I think it would be great if they sponsored me. Once that happens, mm-hmm. we're going to be in an air-conditioned studio. Um, Roz will have his own, the, her own room, <laughs> to, and she'll she'll have coffee. We'll have snacks. Mm-hmm. I made I frantically made some popcorn before you got here. Yep, because I don't have delicious. any food really in my apartment. You know, because I'm a working career career gal. You you cook a lot. And I envy that. I do. I always have a lot of food in the house. Um, and I'm often uh, at Sarah's uh, house. Coincidentally, we'll be going over there later today that's right. to eat food mm-hmm. in her home. That's right. So, Sarah, I like to ask uh, at the beginning of every episode, you know, Frasier is a very, especially for people in our age group, are we Generation X? I don't know. Wh- whatever generation Something we are. Something like that. We're after the baby boomers. I know that. Yeah. Um, I rarely, I know they're out there, but I don't meet a lot of people in my age range that love Frasier as much as I do, but I know that you do. True. So what does Frasier mean to you? You know, why do you watch it? Why do you like it? Well, you know, I think originally when I started watching Frasier, um, I probably didn't understand why I liked it so much. It was just on all the time, especially after school. There were reruns. Um There'd be like two episodes back to back every evening. So I'd just watch it. And I liked it. I liked the characters. But now upon like rewatching it so many times, I just do think it's like really funny and timeless and kind of classic. And I mean, Frasier's a ridiculous character, but... He's extremely, he's extremely ridiculous. Yeah. As a person and (laughs) as an actor. Kelsey Grammer as as a character. Yeah. Uh, Who is your favorite character on the show? Um, I think Niles. I was going to say that as well. I love Niles. I can't, I love Niles. He's sweet. He's well-meaning. 
I can I can identify with some of his like neuroses in terms of cleanliness. I'm not, I'm not that bad, but um, I understand that. Yeah, I wouldn't say you give me a Niles vibe. No, um, maybe, I don't. Maybe my mom has more of a Niles vibe, and that's what I can understand about him. Niles is your mom. Mm-hmm. All right, that that tells me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I think Niles. I think I think it's funny that they both look. They're not actually related, but I truly think they look like brothers. Yeah. It's very strange. It's great casting. It is great casting. Um, I also like Eddie. Did you know that Eddie was replaced? I do know that. That's right. There's been two Eddies. I'm unclear. I think, though, um, maybe I had read that they even had to, like, paint the fur or something to match. What? Okay. This is I'm the, not sure if that's true, well, but I'm, I feel I'm like I read up. that once where they had to, like, color the fur so that he actually looked like the old Eddie. Eddie. Uh, listeners, I'm currently, as I did this on my previous episode, <laughs> looking online to see if this conspiracy know. theory that Sarah's yes, just told me it's is true. It's a conspiracy true. theory. We'll start with that. Did, let's see, Eddie Frazier second dog? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, we all, we also uh, coined a new um we coined a new segment for the show, which we don't have to cover today, but it's called Tragic Fraser Facts because Ooh. Kelsey Grammer has a history. Let I like me, it. Let me tell you. Yes. Hey, look. And then he's on the cover. Yeah. I think this is real. Entertainment Weekly. That doesn't seem like a real cover. We're I think lo- that was real. We're looking at a cover of Eddie the dog on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> also, by the way, uh, I, I typed in Eddie Frazier's second dog and the first <laughs> thing people ask related to this question is is eddie the dog from fraser dead and then i love the question how much money did eddie the dog get paid in fraser let's find out what do you think eddie did with all that money moose the celebrity jack russell terrier most famous for his role as eddie on the show fraser earned around ten thousand dollars per episode For a net worth of approximately three point two million dollars just for just for the record when you when you said that fact the roommate's dog got very excited and got up. <laughs> Tucker, my roommate's dog, as soon as I said million, got up. Because now I think he wants his... I think Tucker knows that he's getting screwed out of an amazing career. I mean, you know what? For me, this gives me a new goal in terms of what I want to do with my life, which is I want to make as much money as Moose, the dog. Oh my God, yeah. That's what I want. That's all I want. That's all I need. Um. So... Sarah, I gave you a little bit of insight into what we were going to be talking about today, Mm -hmm. but um, I'd say there's definitely mm, common themes or places that shows or or that episodes of Frasier take place around cabins. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Excellent. Cabin episodes. Cabins are a staple on on Frasier. Before before I even um, give you a list or even are there any that come to mind? cabin episodes and that means doesn't mean the entire episode had to be in the cabin Mm. but at some point was in a cabin well i did recently finish rewatching fraser again so what first comes to mind i'm pretty sure it was a cabin although sometimes it can be you know confusing you think of just other settings that were like some other home but i think i'm pretty sure it was a cabin where i think it was the last season and they're there and like niles and daphne are together already and like everyone's having weird dreams. Yes. Was, was that in a cabin? I yes, it was. Well done. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm I'm impressed that you referenced uh, an episode 
after season seven because mm-hmm. I, I often uh, skip episodes after Niles and Daphne got together. But oh, I the, think those are some of my favorite episodes. Yeah? yeah. All right. Well, we, we should talk about those. The one that you're referencing is called Freudian Sleep. Yes. The uh, plot summary for that is the cranes are plagued by bizarre nightmares on a trip to the mountains. Yes. Um, yeah, I thought this was a great episode. It's definitely, uh, it seems like they go to cabins to solve their problems. Yeah. Like this episode <laughs> was so like, it was like everyone had an issue that they were dealing with. Niles, like at this point, spoiler alert, it's okay. We can talk about spoilers here. Yeah. Frasier and Daphne get together. If you didn't know that, then you're, you don't even listen to this podcast. Yeah, just stop no, I take listening. It, I take it back. No, you should listen to it. I need, I <laughs> no, need people to listen. Turn it off. No, don't listen to Sarah. <laughs> Um, go watch Frasier <laughs> watch Frasier um, so yeah in this episode uh, Niles is feeling insecure that he might not make a good father right do you remember what Frasier is having dreams about I don't remember he dreams I think that he kills Niles and marries Daphne, Daphne right That's yes right and then uh, Daphne is worried that Niles is going to leave her for some like hot woman and she gains a bunch of weight yeah he's gonna leave her and then my favorite is at the end of that episode you see what martin is dreaming about do you remember what he dreamed about oh you'll have to remind me that's that's okay that's what i'm here terrible memory even though i've seen these episodes so many times it's totally fine so he um at by this point he's with um his i think he yeah he ends up marrying her uh wendy malick the actress who i love by this point they're already together and he just has a dream that he's in a musical oh that's right and then they like dance together and it's it's great it was great it was just like a a beautiful martin moment (laughs) i learned from that episode i think um and maybe am i looking into it too much maybe but once you're martin's age i feel like you're not worried about as much stuff (laughs) because by (laughs) you know by the you know everyone else is sort of embarking on things that are going to happen in their life like having a baby mm-hmm. may, maybe maybe not finding love um having your husband cheat on you maybe but you know martin's already had a bunch of kids that's true he's, he's already happy. he's already lost his great love so i don't think there's too much more that he could go through that would really be worse than that you know he's found yeah. love again so i think he's just in a good place absolutely so he has a wonderful dream this is unscripted, but I, <laughs> I wanted my, my producer's laughing at me. He's smiling now. Um, but it makes me think about just dreams in general. Do you remember when you were a kid having like f- more fun dreams? Like I remember having really cool dreams as a kid that involved like dinosaurs and things like that. I do remember flying in my dreams. Yeah. That was fun. Do you have any dreams like that anymore? in your current adult life oh that's a good question i don't i guess they do tend to be more stressful yeah (laughs) i've been having stress dreams it's so annoying so the the only thing i can think of i think is that uh if you're a kid there's just things you don't worry about so there's like more room in your brain to have dreams about dinosaurs and flying totally like i had i just dreamed have you ever just had an office dream like i dreamed i was just at work (laughs) As a child? No, no, as an adult. No, no, no. As an adult, <laughs> I've just had dreams, like several dreams where I'm just at work. There's yeah. not even like another level of the dream. I'm just truly <laughs> sitting at a desk in my dream at work. Yeah, I don't know. It's I'm... so boring. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had 
boring work dreams like that but i'm jealous also i i I feel like if i do have just good happy dreams i probably don't remember them as much as the stressful ones oh yeah sure i remember all the scary dreams they're like imprinted in my brain exactly it's not fair um so my favorite personally um my favorite cabin episode is the ski lodge right um I'm going to, it's the, here, here's the, the, the plot summary. Roz wins a weekend at a ski lodge and trades it to Fraser and Daphne, or tr- trades it to Fraser. Daphne invites along her friend Annie, a swimsuit model, who, by the way, is extremely dumb, which they make mention of many times throughout the episode. She is pretty dumb. Um, Fraser is taken with her, but she's interested in Niles. Uh, and then... Added to their mix is their very handsome French ski instructor, Guy. (laughs) Daphne is taken with him, but he's interested in Niles. That night, confusion runs rampant. (laughs) This is is really a classic, classic episode. I absolutely agree. To me, the level of comedy and things that go wrong in this episode almost feel like a mathematical equation. Yes. Like just from the very, very beginning. Mm -hmm. The fact that... Martin can't hear, which starts a whole stream of confusion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I also, I I wonder sometimes if there are episodes in the show where they use the same set piece for the cabin. Because there's so many cabin episodes. Mm-hmm. Two episodes come to mind where I think they use the same cabin. You, you tell me what you think. <laughs> so there's the ski lodge where it almost feels like you're watching a play mm-hmm. because of the way this like cabin is set up. And they have the doors. Yeah, people there's coming like in and out of six the doors. People slamming doors play a very important and supporting role in this episode. <laughs> yeah. With the timing of all the doors closing, people getting confused, which, by the way, I don't think would happen. Yeah. <laughs> like at the. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see a scenario where I get confused about which room I'm actually staying in. Um, but yeah, doors play a supporting role. So there's another episode where I suspect they use the exact same set, which is called decoys. Decoys is the episode where Roz and Niles go up to Maris's cabin and then try and seduce Donnie and Daphne separately. Oh, right. Do you remember that episode? Yes, I do. It's the same. I think it's the same. Is it? It's got the... It looks the same? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. True Frasier Files, only you will find <laughs> this entire conversation I just brought up to be I don't know. I feel like I remember it differently. Like there was just sort of one door in decoy... But I don't know. Maybe maybe you're right. It I mean, might, I'm sure maybe they made some alterations. They, they just... must have a really big budget. I mean, between all of the cabin sets and the fact that the dog I, I'm I'm blown away right now. Eddie was making three million dollars. <laughs> I mean, I'd be happy if if someone gave me ten thousand dollars over yeah. the course of six like, months. Just ever. <laughs> just once. <laughs> I, I would take it. Uh okay. My dog's never made me that much money. No, unbelievable. No. You know, how do, how can I use I I mean I'm I'm hoping there's a way to use Tucker to make money at some point. He's a handsome dog. I mean, I think he would do really well. Listeners, you can't see the dog right now, but he is looking out the window in a way that appears that he's yearning for something. I think maybe it's for money. Definitely. He has dreams. Yeah, dogs have dreams. Big dreams. I bet dog dreams are super simple. I think dogs just dream about running. 
running, eating, eating, eating and running. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's about it. Uh, so there are two different cabin episodes that revolve around the crane men. So the first episode is Breaking the Ice. So that one is when Martin and Frazier and Niles all go ice fishing together. Right, yeah. But they, the boys only come because they, well, here, I'll just tell you. Uh, I'm going to read you the, the plot synopsis. I mean, it's my probably favorite. technically more of a, what do you call it? What would you call the it? Thing on the when you're fishing out there, it's kind of it's not so much a cabin. They they stay in their little fishing hut, right? It's a fishing hut. But I think I think it I guess it qualifies as a cabin episode. They're out. I think they meant they were staying in a cabin that we just never saw. You hear that, listener? Sarah <laughs> is disputing. <laughs> I mean, technically, <laughs> I'm I'm putting it in there. I'm putting it in the category. Yeah, I think it's it's fine. In this, well, they're stuck together in a oh, small yeah, totally. pa- split. The, they're stuck together in a small place. That is made of wood. Sure. So to me, it counts. Mm-hmm. So in the episode Breaking the Ice, Martin prepares for his annual ice fishing trip. But when Duke cancels, Niles volunteers to go along, wanting a chance to bond with his father. Frazier does so too, ruminating that his father has never in his life said, I love you to him. Mm. Now, I'd say this is this is something the show definitely talks about a lot, which is that Martin is kind of distant, mm-hmm. I would say. He's not always as in touch with his emotions right especially early on in the show i want to keep eating popcorn but no what does it sound like uh, my i'm gonna i think my I'm, producer's gonna cringe but wh- listen to this I'm everybody move the popcorn <laughs> does it sound good <laughs> my pro- that, that can be your next podcast just oh that's pop- an asmr podcast oh <gasps> oh my god i should write that down <laughs> nobody steal this idea asmr podcast i would I, I i this is the greatest idea i've ever had other than this podcast i mean if we can literally just like eat popcorn on mic yeah i would really be down for that yeah, it'd be fantastic <laughs> and like make noises and stuff uh, it's next it's next on my list cool um so yeah it, essentially what ends up happening in this episode is martin does end up saying i love you and it's very cute mm-hmm. so i would say once again in a cabin episode there's a long-standing issue that they have, and it gets solved. You're right. I never realized that was really the theme of cabin episodes, but they do tend to think, and I guess it it, hap- it works because you know things are resolved in the end. But they tend to think, oh, I have a problem. I need to get away, go to the cabin. I I wish that life worked out that way, where <laughs> we could go to a cabin and work our problems out. I mean, I get why cabins are ripe for parody. Have you ever had like a family cabin trip? Um, I've done a, I've had camping trips every summer, but not so much in a cabin. I actually, um, I took a family camping trip. There was a very, I think, famous blackout in New York in 2004, mm-hmm. in August. And at the time, I was living in Connecticut, uh, but m- my extended family, my, mo- my aunt and my uncle, had like a cabin in upstate New York. So I went with my aunt, my uncle, and my two cousins, and then the power went out. Mm. I get I get why people lose their minds. We were watching <laughs> TV. That That's what was keeping the family together. Yeah. You know, people weren't getting along. I was in the middle of watching a show called The Restaurant hosting Rocco Despirito. Do you know who that is? Yes. He's a handsome chef. Yes. 
my producer is smiling because he agrees that Rocco is very handsome. We all agree. Yeah, he's great. Um, yeah, and so essentially because we lost power, we didn't, there was no internet. You really do get stuck together. You're forced yeah. to have conversations with each other. And there's so, only there's yeah. only so many times you can play like Uno or something, you know? Exactly. <laughs> Whatever it is you have. It's, the it's one game you have in the cabin. Sure. It's when you uh, confront your issues yes. in the cabin. Which brings us to our next episode uh, that's in a cabin with three generations of crane men. So that one is called Cranes Unplugged. So in that episode... Uh, Frazier decides that three generations of crane men how- head out to the woods for some family bonding despite their protests. So mm. that's Martin, and then it's his son, Freddie, mm-hmm. and Frazier. Yes. So if anyone is a true Frazier file, you'll remember that um, Freddie is actually played by two different child actors. Yep. Um, and he kind of surfaces in and out of the show. You know, I get the feeling that Frazier does not see Frederick that often mm-hmm. based on the fact that in this episode, he's sort of going through puberty. He's going through like a goth phase. He's got like spiky hair. Um, and then very quickly in the episode, the Frederick makes friends with like some random like other kids that are at a cabin nearby and then like gets a crush on one of the girls. He's keeping a diary. A bunch of stuff happens. But yeah. The important part is Frasier and Freddie make a connection. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things uh, rewatching the show as an adult. Um, you just notice different things as an adult and you realize Frasier's just not around his kid as much as he probably should be. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I, I wondered what he was like. I mean, I, I, wouldn't, I don't know if I'd call him an amazing father. Not amazing. I mean... You know, when he's there, I think he's pretty good, but um, he does seem to miss a lot. He's okay. <laughs> yeah. um, I would love to change, uh, switch things up for a little bit just because I would love to play a game with you. Sure. Called Guess the Celebrity Caller. Ooh, fun. Um, are you aware? Don't yes. Look at the computer. Of course I'm aware. Anita. Are you aware that there are a number yes. of almost, in fact, almost Every caller uh-huh. on Frasier is a famous person. Yes. Right? Yeah. How'd they do it? How did it happen? Yeah, I wonder. Because um, right off the bat, they were doing that, right? I think from the first season, probably. I think so. Um, and, you know, what gives me hope in terms of who are the true uh, Frasier fans out there is that somebody made a compilation of Frasier's celebrity callers. There's, <sighs> I mean, we're, we're talking there's at least 30 or 40 people. And somebody compiled this. And it has over 500,000 views. Wow. So what does that tell me? Other people care. That's right. It's not just me. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch. And organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. So wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. Yeah, let's just, let's just pick a caller. And you tell me if you can guess who this is. And lately I've had the chronic fluctuating mood disturbances that would indicate cyclothymic disorder. I mean, the hypomanic symptoms are there, and yet I've experienced moments of aphasia and apraxia, and I just want to pull my teeth out, Dr. Crane. What, what do you think? Who's that? A white guy? Oh, my God, you're so good. <laughs> it is a white guy. He's been in movies. He has brown hair. <laughs> wow. Does that help? That helps so much. That oh, was... Yeah, I don't know. Tell me. John Cusack. Oh, okay. Yes, John Cusack. Do you think Excellent. all of these celebrity callers... Uh, were fans of the show or do you think that like somebody's specific job on Frasier was like a booker for booking callers um yeah I wouldn't be surprised if someone was just booking these guys and like practically speaking I think it was probably really easy they probably literally just had to like call in to record their little line and they're like okay done I think you're right all right let's uh let's try another one Anyway, we've been fighting a lot, and she's never in the mood for sex anymore. I think she must be having an affair. Who was that? Oh my God, I don't know. It seems familiar. I'll give you a hint. He's a retired tennis player. Oh, John McEnroe. John McEnroe. I'm, I, I think I'm, I'm familiar with, I'm remembering seeing his, his uh, headshot in the, the credits of like the final episode of the season. I like to think that tennis star John McEnroe is a fan of Frasier. Like, yeah. it's weird because I now don't remember, like, if people actually watched Frasier. Like, was it, like, 
Was it like a hot show that like people were talking about when it was on? I think that's the thing. I think it was a little bit underrated at the time. Unbelievable. I mean, Seinfeld was on at the same time, right? Or yeah, Friends. They, Maybe it was Friends, Friends that kind and, of at one point, overshadowed all it. three of them were all on yeah. at the same time. And I believe at one point, all three were part of Musty TV, mm. which we don't have anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I do feel like Frasier got kind of overlooked. Yeah. At least by the public. Society, it's time <laughs> for you to catch up. That's right. And watch this groundbreaking. No, it's not groundbreaking. It's still worth it. I mean, when I watch it, my husband makes fun of me. And he's like, I don't want to watch that. But then he'll be in the same room and start laughing at it. Exactly. And I'm like, see, it's funny and you like it. And he, he goes, no, I don't. But he does. He likes it. He doesn't want to admit it. That's right. And that's what I find very silly. Yeah. I also, um, I wonder, I'm curious if uh, you fall into this category. Because for me, when I'm watching Frasier, sometimes I'm not even actually watching it. Mm-hmm. But like for a period of time, I was uh, freelancing, a.k.a in my apartment alone mm-hmm. well with eddie mm-hmm. aka tucker and i would just sometimes while i was doing work just play fraser like in the background mm-hmm. it just made me feel like i had roommates <laughs> which i do i have a roommate totally i mean yeah i like to fall asleep to fraser he has comforting a very and he has a very comforting voice yeah um all right i'm gonna play another voice for you cool but i'm realizing now on the other side of this because I can see who it is, it is easier. So I have an idea. I, th- I feel like those two were a little bit less distinguishable. I have an idea. Okay. I'm going to, you're going to turn the tables on me. Ooh. But first, I'm going to play like one or two more. And then I want to see if I'm good at this. Because right. I think it's really hard yeah. if, if you're not looking. Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, oh, this is clearly John McEnroe. <laughs> Why can't she figure this out? All right. Here's the next one. <laughs> Someone like me. I mean, my friends think I'm dull. They all say, but bet you're like an old shoe. But stealing is so exciting. I don't know. I'll give you a hint. She's British. She has aged incredibly. She is a... She a Emma dame? Thompson? No. <laughs> Helen uh, Mirren. Helen Mirren. Oh. Is, I think she's a dame. Dame Helen Mirren? Yes. Did I make that yeah. up? No, I think that's right. That was Dame Helen Mirren, who... In retrospect, I think would have made a fantastic love interest for oh either Frasier or Martin on the show. Yes. But I I would, no, I would say for Frasier. I think Helen Mirren would have been fantastic. She would have been amazing. Like she could have played, because I don't know their age difference, but I think there's probably like a 20-year age difference there. Probably. And I think she would have been just classy, sophisticated, like the classy, sophisticated older woman mm-hmm. that Frasier was missing. Did he ever really date an older woman Frasier I don't think so I don't think so which bums me out yeah and I was um, they could have had more variety in in the women of course that he dated agree or disagree I asked a previous I asked a previous guest Mae Wilkerson about this but um how did you feel about Frasier's hair in, uh, in episode one? Do you remember that dark period where it was very long? That poofy in the back. Gross. Long. Yes. Yeah, it was pretty unkempt. Unacceptable. All right. So here's, I'm going to play you one more. And this one is a doozy because there's several famous people in this one. Ooh. So this is um, a call with multiple people in it. I think there's at least, there's three actors in this. Okay. So take a listen. Mm-hmm. Tell me if you can identify any of the voices. Okay. All right, here we go. I'm in the bathroom, Celeste. A little privacy? 
See how she gets? Well, perhaps what is needed here is you a... You think I don't know who you're talking to in there, huh, Maury? It's a little whore, isn't it? <laughs> Hello, whore. Uh, Celeste, if I could interrupt for just a moment... A man? It's worse than I thought. Celeste? Hang up, Ma. You're all on the radio. I'm listening down in the kitchen. How about washing a dish or two while you're down there? I cannot stand this yelling. I'm running away from home. Oh, hang up the phone, Brittany. You're going nowhere. Okay. Oh, so there were four people in that. There's a lot going on. There were quite a collection of people in that. We're going to go over them. We'll go over Well, first, all right. Who do you think the first guy was? Oh. Man, I don't know. Jerry Stiller? No, it didn't really sound like him. <laughs> well, I will say he is bald, uh-huh. and I would put him in my uh, category of bald men that I think are attractive. And he has a gl- glasses. Pretty large category. All right, I'll give you a, an even bigger hint. He was in, uh, uh, what is it, The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, what's Stanley his name? Tucci. Right. So that was Stanley Tucci. So the the premise of that call was an unhappy family that are mm. all fighting on the phone. So that was the husband. Who was the wife? I'll play it, uh, another little snippet. Yes, please. It's a little whore, isn't it? <laughs> Hello, whore. Very famous um, female comedian. Mm-hmm. Female comedian. Comedian. I didn't comedian. need to say female comedian. <laughs> Uh, she okay. All right, here's my biggest hit or, or biggest hint. She's on Laverne. Was on Laverne and Shirley. Oh, <laughs> that was Penny Marshall. Right. That okay. was Penny Marshall. So already I'm really th- bad at this. No, I'm gonna be terrible <laughs> at it. I I I already foresee that. The next person who I just I don't think I would have guessed by name was Estelle Parsons. Does she okay. look familiar to you? Yeah. Yeah. And the little girl. I feel like I know. Was it Brooke Shields? No. No, no she's probably too old. Then. She was a former Disney star mm. with blonde hair. That doesn't help. <laughs> it was it was Hillary Duff. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I knew she was on there, too. I would love to see that as a movie. Stanley Tucci, Penny Marshall are married, and Hillary Duff is their daughter. Yes. All right. So I'm going to turn the tables right now because Finally. I think this is a really hard game. It is hard. And I feel like a little bit like you know, oh, I know what I'm talking about. So here's here's what you do. Just you can if you just scrub through, it mm-hmm. says they put the It'll person's name of who it, who it is. Cool. So you just take a moment, scrub through that. It's one after another and see who you like. Yeah, I feel like um, there are obviously a few people who have like super recognizable voices, but otherwise it is pretty tough. You're just hearing their voice and it's like through that that phone filter. Exactly. It's through the phone it's filter. Tough. I don't think I'm going to be good at any of them, so I would say pick any. See, that one's too obvious. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anyone whose voice I would recognize almost immediately. It would be like a, t- a radio personality. This one might... Okay, let's, this should be interesting. Go for it. I travel 3,000 miles to sit down at the dinner table with my family, and what do we talk about? What's going on in our lives? No. Our hopes and dreams? No. We talk about the turkey. Boy, that's quite a bird. 24-pounder. What time did you have to get up to put that in the oven, Ange? Okay, see, now I want to play this game with my producer, Roz, because I can tell that they're thinking about it. What's your guess? No, I got nothing. I, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'll give you a hint. <clears throat> I, I think I actually know this. Do you know? I, I guess I could give you hints. Yeah, but, you give uh, me. Yeah, you give me hints. Um, well, it was a man. <laughs> Got it. 
an Italian actor known for playing maybe mobsters. Raz? Got any guesses? <laughs> All right, who is it? Ray Liotta. <laughs> Raz is freaking out right now because she knew. Um, Ray Liotta, fantastic. Now, there's another guy I would have loved to see on the show. Yeah. I think he could have played um, one of Roz's boyfriends. Totally. You know, who's got like a secret past. Yeah. But, like she can't even really see it. <laughs> she's so in love with him. <laughs> All right. Uh, play Let's another just one. do another. Yeah. I'll just do the next one. This one looks yeah, good. Go for it. Oh, my God. I'm really on? Yes. Your problem, please. Lucky, lucky, get down. George, get the dog. Oh, my God. This is so exciting. It's pretty short. Ooh. Uh, okay. I'm guessing she's white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right on. <laughs> that I I don't know why I just uh, uh, is her hair blonde. Uh, no, she has uh, brown hair. She's a movie actress. All right, can you give me an even more obvious hint? Um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if I just say one of the movies she was in, it would be way too obvious. Do it. Okay, Silence of the Lambs. Jodie Foster. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah, yeah. no, there's no way. This is a hard game. There's yeah. no way I would have guessed that. Yeah. All right, let's do one more. Okay. It's about my girlfriend. My, my, my problem is I don't know if I love her for herself or because things are so great between us physically. I know who that is. Yeah. Mostly because um, he's a, a TV crush of mine, for mm. sure. And Same. that is... Fox Mulder, otherwise known as David Duchovny. Ding, 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 ding. I would say... For me, his voice is recognizable because, well, for one thing, I watched all nine seasons of X-Files all the <laughs> way through in a pretty short period of time. And I also remember when he was on an episode of The Simpsons. Yes. Playing Fox Mulder. Um, yeah, that's the only one I'm good at. Well done. Hello, David Duchovny, if you're listening. Please be a guest on my podcast. I'll be here for that one. Oh, okay. Fantastic. <laughs> Um, we've talked about cabin episodes, um, and I think the only question now is, what is the best cabin episode? So, for you personally, what is your favorite of all of them? Um, let's see. We talked about... Oh, it's okay to, to reference one of the ones we've talked yeah. about. Yeah. But I'll give you, here are the options that I've found. You've got Freudian sleep, mm -hmm. where they're all stuck together. You've got cranes, or wait, they're all stuck together in all of these. <laughs> yeah. Freudian sleep, where everyone's having weird nightmares about each other. Cranes Unplugged, where Martin, Frazier, and Freddie go to a cabin together. Breaking the Ice, where Niles, Frazier, and Martin go to a cabin together. Mamma Mia, mm -hmm. which is when Frazier and Niles and Martin and his girlfriend, Frazier's girlfriend, go to a cabin together. And that's where he realizes that his girlfriend looks exactly like his mother. Mm -hmm. Intense, intense episode. The Ski Lodge, uh, where everyone thinks that everyone has a crush on each other. And Decoys, or no, Decoys, uh, which is Roz and Donnie. No, Decoys, which is Niles and Roz go up to a cabin with a plan to seduce, uh, separately seduce Daphne and Donnie. And for the seesaw, not sure why it's called that, um, but that is the episode where uh, Niles and Fraser bring up the two women that they're dating to the same cabin 
and ultimately their time together is ruined because Frasier's looking for um Niles is looking for Frasier's Niles is looking for Frasier's approval um to let him date this woman mm-hmm. knowing that he he's not sure if it's okay for him to do that cuz he's separated from Maris. Right. Oh, so many good ones, but I I do think the one that sticks out in my mind as possibly my favorite is Mamma Mia <laughs> because Ooh. it's so I mean, it's so weird, first of all. Like, he's dating a woman that looks just like his mom. It's very um, strange. But then it's also, like, it's pretty... It's it's kind of sweet and poignant at the end. And, you know, it's it's not that creepy. He just realizes he, he misses his mom and... Well, you know, once she... Once he sees her... Once she sees him naked, that's <laughs> when he's like, I can't do this. So, yeah. yeah, hey. He I mean... He didn't cross the line. <laughs> I guess he just basically... I mean, it wasn't his mom. She just looked exactly like her. Sure. He basically saw his mom naked. Yeah. Know, not traumatizing at all. Um, but also played by um, the wonderful... What's her name? Rita Wilson. <laughs> yes, Rita Wilson. Tom Hanks's... I was going to say girlfriend. Wife. Wife. There you go. They're official, I think. I think it's okay to announce that. It's true. I think this brings us to the end of our time together. Um, but I hope you uh, leave this podcast feeling like you've learned something about cabins. <laughs> um, I think I want to avoid cabins. You want to avoid? Why Possibly. do you get claustrophobic? No, just uh, stuck in the woods. Just a lot, a lot of bad things happen in cabins. That's true. <laughs> a lot of bad things can happen in cabins. And I guess these episodes all kind of turn out okay, but there's just a lot of chaos. Sure. Right. So what you're saying is you would not want to be trapped in a cabin with like your family. Definitely not with my family. I totally agree with you. It sounds like my nightmare. Yeah. Um, If you were to come back um, and be on this podcast again, Mm -hmm. is there anything that you would want to cover? Oh, let's see. What's interesting to me? I think... Some I think I think the award shows are kind of funny. Ooh, um, yes. But also, having recently come to the end of the series again, um, I am really fascinated by Niles and Daphne. Fraser and Daphne to me makes it seem okay to like secretly be in love with someone. Niles for, and Daphne. What did I say? <laughs> Fraser. Ooh, oh Freudian <laughs> slip. You know what? That's Although, why, why didn't that ever happen? Anyway. Frasier-Niles, <laughs> controversial, very controversial. Um, well, on that note. And, oh, you know what else is interesting? Like, the pregnancies on the show I find interesting. Really? Because, like, Roz gets pregnant, Daphne gets pregnant, but then also um, the actress of Daphne, oh, her yeah. real-life pregnancy that they hid, I thought they very cleverly did so, and I thought they worked it into the story really well interesting i there's a lot of good topics there's a lot of good topics um i'll definitely come back to uh niles and daphne i think that that is going to be a series whether you like it or not it's going to be a series of episodes for sure (laughs) yeah um but sarah thank you so much for being here i hope i hope you had a great time and i look forward to going to your house later and eating your food yeah we're gonna eat a lot fantastic all right thanks good night seattle